Welcome to the Estonian Experience with Stu and Jay. It is good to be back, and at the end of this episode, we are going to announce the winner of the 100-euro gift certificate to Sigala Vaka. Jay, take it away. Hey, what's up, you guys? Jason again from the Estonian Experience. I can tell you enough how happy I am to give away this certificate today, and good luck to all the ones who participate. Uh, we have a new guest today. Uh, we do. Stuart. We always have a new guest, except for the uh, <laughs> except for when usually, we don't. Usually, usually that's how it works in the show. So we like to welcome all the way from Ghana. That is in West Africa. For those who don't know the geography, like me. Um, how you did your research? It's fine. No, I come on. I know where where Africa is. It's a country, right? <laughs> Good one. So I, I, think it's, I think it's west of uh, north. No, it's north of Antarctica. Ne- wow. Africa's. North let me, of let me introduce our guest, Solas Rose Corte. <laughs> yes. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Corte. Corte. Yes. Aha. Yes. Uh-huh. I don't have that Corte way Quarte. of saying it. Yeah. The pronunciation right. in English is not your Forte. So, Solas, tell us about uh, about yourself. Who are you? Why are you here? And as always, I ask everyone, when are you leaving? <laughs> I, I get asked that all the time. So I, oh my gosh! I, I work in stand-up comedy sometimes. Uh, I used to be very active in it, and that's always one of my opening jokes. Estonians always ask me two questions: uh, Why am I here, and when am I leaving? So I'm just playing off that joke. Uh-huh. Right. Wow. Okay. My name is Solis Rose Quarte. Uh, well, actually, it's Solis Rose Na Quale Quarte, and uh, I am a broadcast journalist okay. and uh, adult learning specialist. And uh, I permanently or semi-permanently live in Tallinn, but I'm from Ghana, as you mentioned, from the Greater Accra region. Uh, that's the capital of Ghana. I've been in Tallinn for two and a half years. And I came here when I was finishing up my master's degree, I fell in love with the city and the people and decided to stay. As to the part about when I'm leaving, I don't know. <laughs> For uh, now, this is my I home. know when you're leaving, when you find out the truth about the people in Tallinn. <laughs> oh, we can we can talk about the truth, but then there's also another truth that people are still people. Ooh. Three sides to every coin. Yeah. <laughs> Three sides. Four, actually. Four. I was going to say four. Okay. I heard about four. Uh, I'd like to hear the third and fourth sides. I, well, I, don't, I was just don't, bullshitting don't, about the third side. <laughs> <laughs> Ghana. I know a lot about Ghana. Actually, I have a couple of friends from Ghana. And okay. I, I know you guys have, correct me if I'm wrong, it's a 10 or 11 official languages. Is that correct? <laughs> so we have over 200 dialects. Um, and then when language. you say official language, <laughs> it's a little iffy. Um, well, every language is recognized by the government because oh, it's people's uh, languages. Uh-huh. But we have um, languages that are mostly spoken. Um, so we, we have the uh, Akan, which is basically you, you hear it as Chi, Chi, but there are different types. Um, and that's mainly from the Akan. Um, so we have the Ashanti region and you know, the Eastern and uh, the rest. And then you have where I'm from, which is the Greater Accra region. And you have the Gandangme. Um, that's me. I'm Ga. It's like Gangnam style, eh? Like no, Ga. <laughs> just Ga. Ga dang me. And that is also like divided into different dialects. So it's it's not just one thing. But the major one that most people would understand would be Chi. Um, wherever you go in the country, you would at least find a few people who. But everyone speaks understand. English as well. Is that correct? That is the like um, that is the official language. Official language. Oh yes, quote unquote. <laughs> I mean, we were colonized by the Brits. <laughs> so are we. So was I. Okay. And, I wasn't. And we. <laughs> and they the let, Spaniards got me. <laughs> yeah. So our whole educational system is. I mean, if you have gone through the school system, you do know how to speak English. Okay. Yeah. I gotta tell you, you speak better English than most of the Brits I know. 
Well, <laughs> thank I'm, you. I'm serious. And I agree. And I'm <laughs> yeah, she doesn't sound like a chav. Not at all. <laughs> Oi, mate. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's not so, a knife. No, sorry, that's Australian. I mean, the average Kenyan would speak some English. Um, and then we do have Pigeon English, which is like our own version of English, which is sort of like broken down and kind of twisted and mixed right, up Jason. with different la- like mine. languages. <laughs> so um, that is also it's a very um, an informal way of speaking English and still communicating with more people. So, yeah. Wow, so you're a journalist mm-hmm. and you're an adult? Adult learning I, I had to stop. I have to stop because you know, I wanted yeah. to make sure I say it correctly. Adult learning. Okay, so I it's like a long list of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a broadcast journalist, a voice of an artist, um, basically like a media person because I've been in, in that since I was 10. And I do have my humanitarian social work, adult learning part as well. So, yeah. I so, know you have done some acting as well because I was yes. researching a little bit. So I'm like, oh, I'm a creative person. It's wow, that's in my great. bones. I sing as well. So it's just a whole bunch of things. Singer sing. also. Yes. About adult learning? About <laughs> no, ABC. It's the easiest one, two, three. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I'd like to know about the adult learning aspect. Are, do you, are you active in that in Tallinn? Yes, um, I am currently a trainer with where I work um, and I'm an adult uh, learning specialist. But what, but what does do that involve, have... though? Like what uh, subjects or specialties? So the thing is, with when it comes to adult learning, um, there are different aspects of it. So we are, we are talking about like policy-wise, like let's say university, workplace learning, any type of learning that involves adults, basically over 18, um, any type. So whether it's informal, non-formal, informal. And so policy-wise or even underground, active, maybe university learning, uh, workmanship, um, craftsmanship, um, internships, anything that has to do with adults and their learning experience. Experiences, as I mentioned, be it formal, informal, or non-formal. Okay, and you, you've been here two and a half years. Have you learned any Estonian yet? Can we move on to? <laughs> okay. When I said, uh, if you don't want to answer topics, we should avoid. No. You. So the thing. No, it's not. It's not. It's not that I. So the thing with the, the Estonian, I've lived in like six different countries in the last four years. That, that is also five my years. excuse. So. so I and in those different times I was tempted to learn the language, but I wasn't sure I was gonna stay. Um so that's basically how it started with Estonia. I wasn't sure I was going to stay. Mm-hmm. And so the language also is difficult. So I was I wanted to be sure that I was ready and that I was going to stay, then I was going to learn. It's interesting. Because I've lived in Malta. I've lived in Germany. I lived a little bit in Norway. I lived in Scotland. So, I mean, Scotland, it's English and... No, it's... Excuse me, Scotland is not English. I know, I know. Maltese is a language that would really intimidate me because I don't know any Semitic languages. Just a few words in them. Exactly. But some of my friends learned it and I just felt, I don't want to do this right now. I don't want to. Not for so small a country as Malta. Says Stuart, the American who comes from monolingual country it's not with really Estonian the size. accent. You, you I know, have I know. to. I mean, when it comes to language, and there's so many languages, and I, I, again, I lived in so many different places and so, like, such a short period that I just didn't want to, like, overburden myself. I wanted to decide where I wanted to stay and then really, really delve into it. Yeah. yeah. So now we know that if you want to learn the language, it's because you have decided to stay here in Tallinn or in Estonia. Yes. Okay. No, I understand that because, I mean, what's the. If I, if I were to learn a foreign language, you know, it would definitely have to be the country I live in if it's a small country, like Maltese. Where do you use that? You you go to the other side of the island and you can still talk to people? Okay. You're, yeah, that's pretty that's, much That's it. the reach of Maltese. Yeah. Whereas Estonian, you can go anywhere in the world and find Estonians who have left the country and still be able to speak to them. But they're also going to speak five or six that's other what, languages. Uh, the, the reason I brought this up in the first place is because you work in adult, uh, adult learning. I was mm-hmm. going to ask about the language of instruction. English. Which I assume is English, yeah. Yes. Okay. And uh, you work, you would work with Estonians then, who basically anyone who speaks English. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So not me. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, not me. Oh, anyone who can uh, communicate in English. Still, I'm also still doing my part by trying to learn right now. <laughs> I'm giving Jason a funny look like, what the fuck, dude? What the hell? What the hell? But, you know, you are also a fellow podcaster. Is that yeah. correct? Tell yes. us all about it. Wow. So, um, so basically, it's, it stems from the fact that I, I'm a journalist. And when I moved to Europe um, for school and everything, I, I sort of like stopped that, put that on pause for a while because the school and everything was a little crazy. And then I'm like, I, I miss being on radio. I miss being on television. I mean, I, I, I miss a, radio. Definitely. I've, I've been on radio before. Okay. So, no, I'm just saying. I've, 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 He's not kidding. It is. It, it, when it's something that you've done pretty much your whole life. Not it, it's, that long. Like for me, it's like a part of who I am. And I missed it a lot. And I was really looking for an opportunity. And I wasn't really thinking I could get something like that here, especially because of the language barrier. Mm. <laughs> so um, I, you know, a friend just like, hey, there's this opportunity. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. So I just walked into the studio. And they're like, yeah, interview this person. I'm like, oh, Okay. And I so I just did it and they're like, yeah, okay. So yeah, so you're gonna do this for <laughs> from now on. I'm like, okay. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's how that's that's the how that happened. So um Talent Talks is a podcast for the expats, so basically English speaking expats. Mm-hmm. Um we basically summarize all the things that are happening in talent, politics, anything that the expats generally need to know. Um, like I said, politics, business, starting a family, living and lifestyle, everything that has to do with talent. And then we put it in like, so we interview people. So for it recently, uh, talent was named the um, UNESCO City of Music. Mm-hmm. People heard about it. It was published in a, a few um, media outlets in English, one or two of them. But then we wanted to go into detail and to let the expats also understand what it really is about and how what it, it means, impacts yeah. exactly the city. How was Tallinn the UNESCO City of Music? Like for, for just, playing for playing traditional techno? N- <laughs> I mean, I just no. Tallinn, <laughs> Estonia in general has know, a very strong connection to music, so they actually. Um, uh, it's you have to apply for it, and there's some criteria that you need to meet and. Uh, as a city, you can only apply for one creative category. So Viliandi has for, I think, folk art. And then uh, Tartu has for, I think, um, literature, uh, mm-hmm. something like that. And then Talent um, applied for music and they got it. So, so forevermore your, named. On, on your podcast, you talk all about what's happening in, uh, in Estonia right now, basically, yeah? Mainly Talent. Okay, so yeah, we, we are in Talent, so we hope yeah. to hear our names also. So in, does, in the, does that mean we podcast. can rip on Tartu? Probably, yeah. Because Tartu is known for literature, specifically German literature, of a defunct uh, political belief. Which I'm not going to go for that. <laughs> She's going to pause on the video. I, I, lived okay. in Tar- <laughs> I lived for 15 years in Tartu, and there is, or at least used to be, a very small problem with that, uh, mm. with that political ideology. You mean Tartu? Tartu. Tartu. I, I can't roll Tartu. my R's. Tartu. Tartu. I, I, when I roll my R, I have, I'm not actually using my tongue. I'm using the back of my throat. Can you say tartu, Solas? Tartu. No, it's funny. You guys can say it. Tartu. 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 Yeah, but I'm using the back of my throat. You say tartu. really weird. Yeah, I know. So is this kind of a show? Just in case you know, you were looking for more something, more experience, or more, you know. No, no, this is definitely not that kind of a show. So okay, no, I'm good. So Talon speaks. It's the name of your podcast. Talon talks. Talon talks. Yeah, sorry. That's. You you said you mentioned something about uh, Talina Television, which in English is Talon Television. Uh, so I, I'm, I, I've I've had a few interviews there, but I don't I don't really do stuff. Oh, there. so you're not connected with it? Not at all. Okay, that's okay. basically the so it's station. It's like a freelance independent thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that that's um, it's basically the Talent Talks podcast is for the city. So we do have the um, 
the studio that we we we, we broadcast from. So the, the city government basically sponsors. Yes, the it's yeah, okay. Exactly. Okay, I understand. That's how how often do you have new episodes? Um, it's a once a month. Once a month. Yes. Okay, like for an hour. So more? generally, it takes about. So we we have three parts where we have the news, which you know my, my co-host and I, Chantel, read, and then we have the interview part. So depend depending on usually we have two interviews depending on what what's happening in Thailand <clears throat> at that particular point. So it could. 2020, so generally an hour for all, but it's like segmented, it's like separated. So you find them on YouTube and on Spotify I was, as well. I was going to say, no commercials or anything like that. It's more like... No, a, it's just, you know, straight up, straightforward inter- interviewing. What do we need to do to be on the show? <laughs> we, we would need to get an invite first. What have you first. done lately? Yeah, we, 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 we do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, we've, you know, we've been here for, I'm here for almost 15 years. And Stuart's oh, wow. been here for 23 years, is that correct? Yep. Do you speak Estonian, Stuart? Yes. Fluently. Well, how would you rate your uh, fluency? Uh, okay, well, I'm not going to use that uh, ridiculous <laughs> European way of uh, calculating a person's linguistic uh, ability because, you know, A should always be the best, but of course in Europe, A is the lowest level. C is the best. So, so I have, they're I have no idea. They're basically rising, but I get the point. No, you know, yeah, like if you get a C, if you get a C in, in in French class in high school, you know that's not really a good grade, but an A is a better grade. Here, if you get an A in French, well, it's no, you don't speak French. Mm-hmm. It's a C. It's a backwards. Yeah, I'm like a, I'm like a B1, B2. So I've I've never taken any of these tests. I've never studied Estonian it, yeah. really. I just picked it up mostly by reading subtitles in 1998 when I got here and I. I got a TV and I watched American TV shows and read the subtitles. This is before you were wow. born. So that's that's why I have such a weird accent oh, in think? Estonian. <laughs> is that a nice way of asking when I was born? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Just take the compliment, girl. Take the compliment. <laughs> it is not a compliment. It is not. No. Really? It is not. Who, who doesn't want to look young? Um, okay, so... Ten-year-old. First of all, uh, <laughs> she's obviously any te- not ten any years old. Any teenager does not want to look young. Like, <laughs> exactly. no, I'm seventeen and twenty-five days and three weeks. <laughs> three quarters yeah. of. A, <laughs> when, when does that? When does that minutes. weird, awkward time when it, you like? Okay, when, when you're young, you always want to look older, and yeah. when you're older, you always want to look younger. Enough, but where, where does it change? Where's that anti-gravity when, central point? When life happens. <laughs> Like, I, 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 no, there's, there's got to be. There has the to be bills. Like an, I think that bills. The like bills. it's like, yeah, no, I don't want to do this yeah. grown-up thing again. Yeah, yeah no. nobody ever told me I got to pay fucking bills. Yeah, I, I see people who are like 25. Like, oh, I hate getting older. Like, fuck off. You're 25. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm I, I've never seen age that way. I think my mindset about age is very different, and usually, yeah. For me, I like I said, I started when I was really young. I got into the creative arts when I was really young. I started radio when I was, I think, nine. And then from television, like stage presenting and all those things. And so every single time, the older I got, the more I appreciated every level. Mm. And so by the time I was like in my teens, I was very okay with growing up, but I didn't also want to grow up too fast. So by the time that I was let's say in my twin, my early 20s I was more of like I've done so much and I'm very okay with growing up mm-hmm. you know because when I look I look at my CV I've, I look at all the things that I've been able to achieve for myself we're having a little bit of feedback I don't know if uh, yeah I'm not sure where that's coming from I, I, is done. your phone on airplane mode it's done Okay, it's gone. Yeah. Now, I, I think I've got you beat with the early age of starting. Like, So I, I haven't been in broadcast journalism or one specific thing, but I took tap dance, started when I was six years old, and I did that for three years. And then I moved to another city, and they didn't have any tap dance, so I started doing other 
performance things and choruses. And I've always been a performer of some type, or like I did debate club in high school, mm. you know, stuff okay. like that. So yeah, it's well, not the same thing, but it's something. I got something better for you. I, I ran away from my home when I was seven, so. I, talking about growing up very fast. You grew up really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah, hyper speed. <laughs> it's like you know, I took. What, I what kind of I performances took... did you have to do <laughs> for food? I'm telling you, I, had to, I took my backpack with a couple of books. I remember that, and I had a Tonka truck. I don't know if you know what that brand is, but a Tonka truck. And I, I took some snacks and I took took off, and I was gone for like 12 days before they found me. What were you doing for 12 days? At... I mean, I was in somebody's house, uh, you know, but... Okay. Uh, voluntarily? Yes, I mean, okay. voluntarily. Uh, so, uh, okay. You know, wow, this took a really... I mean, I beat you guys. And, mm. I, I, I'm telling you, man, I have some really dark humor. <laughs> wow. I, I make uh, really low jokes sometimes. Tasteful, low tastefully jokes, low. low jokes. Yeah. So, so, so far, uh, uh, you have experienced our show for about 15 minutes. So far, uh, <laughs> how, how low of a quality of a uh, show have you can rate this uh, from all the experience you had since you were nine years old? This is a typical is this like experience. The worst? <laughs> is that the worst show you've ever been to? No, actually, I'm enjoying it. I mean, there are different types of shows, and this is more like I'm chatting with a bunch of people who just really? want to ask me random questions and get to know me and over drinks and stuff. And that's that's what it is. Is. That's what it so, is. And, and I'm okay. I'm very happy to be here, really. I'm enjoying it. Okay, great. So let me let me ask you a really, really dark question. How much do you hate Estonia or Estonian people so far? I don't actually hate them at all. Really? You yeah. haven't get to know them yet? I do know them. Nah, I haven't well, She started out no, by saying I... she fell in love with the people. Yeah. But she hasn't met the right people until well, now. That's why I said she, she hasn't been here long yeah, enough. Yeah, I, just, I have a very open mindset when it comes to people. I, I sort of like... Um, I, I like to study people in general. It's a thing which is quite annoying, kills I'm me a lot. Trouble. But I, I study people. I sort of figure out how they operate, and then I adjust. Move well, in for the kill. <laughs> sometimes yes. Sometimes, I love people watching. I know you. No, mean. sometimes yes. Because at the end of the day, you have to understand that not everybody's going to behave like you, which of is course. like, and not everyone is. Go- it doesn't mean that you're going to give make excuses for bad behavior. That's not it. It's just understand that someone might be an introvert. Someone might just not want to um, interact with you at all, and that's also okay. It's it's nobody has nobody owes you anything. Actually. I agree. And I so agree. if no. someone decides they don't want to interact with you, unless they have to, let's say, in a professional setting and where it becomes an issue, you just take it, take it. And I love it. Now you're talking about Estonians. Like they, don't, <laughs> yeah, they don't interact unless they have yeah, to. And well, they don't. And, and that's okay. If that, People have the different experiences. It could be that they are, some of them might be mean. Some of them might just be no. introverts. Or, and a it. lot of people that I have interacted with, especially comparatively, like the younger people, you realize that there's a lot of fear in terms of a fear of, like, there's a social issues like fear of being rejected fear of someone saying something wrong to them or them saying the wrong thing so it's everybody's like watching everyone to see who's going to talk first and i i experience that a lot so i'm usually like yeah it's okay you can say like, oh, okay yeah so then you realize that they have been meaning to talk to you the whole time they just didn't want to be the first person to talk those those people i consider them uh, weaker minded people not worthy of my attention Wow. I, I'm totally trying to sound like an asshole. I'm just joking. Yeah, you did sound that funny. I know, I know. You I succeeded. I, I, I've done some acting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the difference? You said you live in three or four different countries before Estonia. What's the difference that you've noticed? Like something you'll be like, wow, Estonian people are really different comparing to. <sighs> well, I lived in Malta and I did not there was a lot of blatant hostility Mm. Um, and with 
with Estonians, I would say comparatively, it was the hostility was not as much, but it was more. You can tell that this person does not want to deal with you. So, you know, like you don't even try and start with Malta. It wasn't like that. It felt more like you you feel like you're being invited, but you're really not being invited. So you feel the, like, oh, yeah, this person is kind of open. The obligatory you, person on the guest list. Too, yeah. yeah. And then you try and then you're like, you get this wall. And you're like, OK, so, yeah, I, I read that wrong. Um, but with Estonians, if they don't want to interact, you will know. You will see from the demeanor, from the way the person basically presents themselves that they do not want it that's, deal with no. that is the best way to describe Estonian things too yeah. because you know I'm Latino I'm from Costa Rica so when people you know first of all I'm very touchy like huggy and mm. you know and it's, in the beginning they were like oh but Estonians are so cold I say I don't think they're cold it's just they they like their personal space you know yeah. but and, I've oh sorry no go ahead no go ahead no I was just I've been here so long that I've actually seen the the evolution of the the Estonian Indeed. mentality uh, you still have these people of course I, I know exactly what you're talking about uh, but these people are getting older, and they're exactly. further, farther, and further, uh, fewer in between. The younger generation here, I think, is extremely totally open. They want to welcome the world. They want to see what's they out there, get also. to know it. Oh, oh, good grief! Estonia's travel. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do that. <laughs> not, not in these uh, these student loans that are yeah. tiny. It's like every Estonian in a secret do the forest. Erasmus stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. like I, Erasmus doesn't take you to Australia. For, for three months of hiking around. I, I don't yeah. know how to do it. I have a lot of friends who've actually done that. They've yeah, exactly. lived in different, they've spent like three years here. A friend of mine had spent like, a work colleague of mine spent like nine years just traveling around, like Solid living in different And they're like, I have to go back soon because I need to start working finally. <laughs> I will tell you, I this? will tell you, 15 years in this country and, I'm, and I've interviewed and talked to a lot of uh, Estonian people, they refuse to tell me the secret because the salaries are crap, but they get to live a luxury life more than anybody I know. It's and cutting down trees. Do, you think? Probably. And make, <laughs> make bills out of it. I don't know. Literally, like, all my neighbors are, oh, we go skiing to freaking you know, the Alps, and we go here to Australia, and we go, and I'm like, I'm working my ass off. I got, like, three different freaking jobs. <laughs> you know, I barely Maybe can afford the bills. Yeah. You know, and these guys are traveling the world. Like, how? They're like influencers without any influence. <laughs> More like fluids. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh like, look at me. I'm... Tarmo, and I'm on a ski slope. I like you pick them in. I am a Tarmo. I don't get it. I, really I, I, I know a lot of people named Tarmo, a, and they're all very of, nice people. I think it's more of a matter of priority um, and the way they live in, in the sense that, obviously, if you're young and you're still living with your parents, you're not paying bills, as in you're not covering rent and whatnot, you can afford to take trips other than, and as opposed to someone who is paying 500 a month for rent and or 600 a month for rent and utilities and all those things. I, would like I to actually did this breakdown for a, a friend of mine who was complaining about how her mom makes her life a living hell in them and how she can't wait to move out. And, and then I was like, okay, so, you know, this is, which what kind of apartment would you like to live in? She's like, yeah, this one. I'm like, yeah, this will cost like 700. This is how much you would pay for, you know, utilities and whatnot. And then, so basically your mom is saving you about, thousand two hundred dollars um, euros every month can you want to still complain <laughs> she's like needless to say you're, she's you're, still home yeah you're talking about Tallinn and that was last month next month it's, instead of 700 it's going to be exactly. 900 exactly so she's like because that's a typical example because a lot of them that I know don't li- like still live with their parents even like as they're older and so they can afford certain things that someone who might not necessarily have that cushion and might not have you know food and everything and not paying a dime at home yeah most can, students are do, uh, they are sheltered i mean even yeah. the uh, even the slightly so, older generation like uh stewards you know age mm-hmm. uh, that 
You don't want to be mean, so I gotta say it. I gotta take the pride of that. I'm in my. Not part of that. I'm in my plus thirties. Oh, they still have the advantage of you know a lot of the. Their parents have left them apartments and exactly. you know summer houses, etc. So I do get it, but you know I, at the same time I'm trying to figure out like how the hell do they do? They have this life, you know. For me, it's still a puzzle that, that I would like to I'm solve. I'm not very puzzled. I think I have a fair idea. <laughs> no, tell, then tell me the secret. Tell so us the, the secret thing of is, life. I mean, if you're couple was listening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, besides. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, besides from what I've also and my little you know research that I've done and from the interactions that I've had and I do talk to people a lot. You like to I've, talk, I can see. That. Yeah, I do love to talk. <laughs> I, I I think I chose the right profession. <laughs> <For my laughs> we love it. <laughs> um, I th- it's also um, again I mentioned priorities in in the sense that what do you how many Estonian young people have you met? Who actually have the plan to say, "I want to buy an apartment. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this." None, never. Exactly. You might have a different plan. I have a different plan. I, uh, another probably expat might have a different plan in terms of what they use their money for and how they spend it, how they save it, and all the responsibilities that they might have maybe back home or even here and the plans that they have to save and buy and get a mortgage and whatnot. I will honestly say that with the young people that I have met, Estonians, they don't think that way. It's more of a spending culture than a saving culture. So whatever you're seeing yeah. is more spending. Might be everything they have that they're going to go back to zero, and then be broke. But the problem is, I do work my <laughs> ass off, and I do go to zero also. Okay, yeah. I do have a house. That yeah, but that's that. why I'm saying that what you want to do is different from what that person does. I get it. I get so it. the bills that you would cover, the things that you would prioritize, your small savings and whatnot, and what you might feel, what you might feel is important, might not necessarily be as important to them. So you might find, say, a 25-year-old from a different place who has a different mindset about what they want to do with their money, their life, finance-wise. Than maybe a typical, and I'm not saying everyone, but generally the idea that I've gotten so far. Based so what on, you're saying is, if they're driving a brand new BMW, they could they, be in the huge debt. They probably have no it. money to even buy the freaking yeah. hamburger. Yeah, and if you see them using the latest gadgets and everything, they could still f- be really, really broke or in huge debt. It's, that it's, makes me feel better about every time I see one of these 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 guys driving like this massive twelve seater Audi. It could be, but it doesn't necessarily Audi. mean that yeah. they are. But they could be. But the that case. does that does makes us feel better. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So, everybody's a CEO too. Yeah, true. true. I mean, then also you also have that section of people, like you said, who own businesses. You have a lot of these people getting into the influencer type of business um, models, and you know, people in. Who have gone into these tech and also shares? That's one thing that I realized no, that a lot yeah. of people who were able to jump on, jump onto like the bandwagons of these early te- um, uh, these unicorns startups, and get yeah. startups yeah, yeah, and yeah. get shares into are really really reaping the benefits. Like let's say eight year, eight nine ten years ago, like people like like from people who, for instance, worked at Wise and and places like Komodo and all these new you know mm-hmm. startups. Let's talk about Africa. Uh, uh, <laughs> wow, that was such a hard. Wow. Why? No, no, no. Especially okay. Yeah, because I feel like I'm like a poster girl for Africa in this, no, no, in this no, country. No. Uh, come Are on. Are you African? Yes. Okay. 
People look at me and they always say, let's talk about Latin America. Yeah, I'm I know, what am I going to do? No, what Nobody I looks talk- at me and says, let's talk about America. Because there's nothing going on in America. So <laughs> well, <laughs> nothing good I to mean, talk about anyways. Mm-hmm. No, I wanted to talk. Ouch. I don't know if you have noticed, but I'm a big boy. And specifically... <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> She almost drowned. <laughs> breathe. You, breathe. Uh, brace yourself. <laughs> breathing. Breathing. <laughs> yes, remember African, the house. <laughs> African food. Best in the world. I agree. I agree. Um, do you miss it? I mean, um, now nowadays we got more and more stuff that we can purchase here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, what do you miss the most about African food that you cannot get here in Europe, for example? So, first of all, 53, 54 countries. 54 different cultures and a thousand different ways of cooking and um what i know i'm more from obviously more familiar with ghanaian food and a little bit of nigerian food so i'll talk about ghanaian food um and specifically my food where i'm from i come from the ethnic group that literally eats chili tomato and onions blended together as a sauce so you're the mexicans of uh, africa Because two of those ingredients are from the Americas, originally. They did not come from Africa or Europe or anything, like potatoes. These are traditional European foods in a lot of countries, and they're not even European. So the pepper, or the chili, and tomatoes, onions, you blend it together. That's our sauce. You can eat it with rice. Kenke. Kenke? Yeah, so kenke is made from corn or maize. Corn. corn, yeah, corn, maize, corn. Um, and then it's like you put it in water and then it soaks up the water for like a couple of days and then you bl- you mill it and then it becomes like a flour-ish form and then you sort of like turn it into, add a bit of water, it becomes like a bit sticky and then you put, you know, the corn, um, what you call it? The, cob. The, no, not the cob. The, the strainer? Husk, the husk. The, uh, the, husk the, yeah, okay. the, not the... Lord English. <laughs> <laughs> let, let us remind her, uh, her yeah, yeah. I guess mother tongue is in English. So, so. <laughs> The leaf, the leaf that covers the corn. Yeah, the husk. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's a husky situation, so go for it. Okay, she's got it, she's got <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, uh, it, it basically you put, then you <clears throat> sort of like put the, <gasps> it in Like it. a tamal. Yeah. And oh. then you, you, It's pronounced tamal? Tamali. tamali. Yeah. I thought it was tamale. No, tamale, I don't know what that from is. Tamal, that's the way you pronounce it, tamal. I've, I've always heard, always heard white heard Americans tamale say tamale. Tamale well. is yeah. American, I guess, tamale. Yeah. They probably Costa Ricans are also the only uh, no, Spanish Latin speakers American who don't roll their R's. Tamal, we don't, yeah, we don't, we don't. Yeah, so maybe you're also pronouncing tamale incorrectly. No. Yeah. Because I speak such wonderful always, Spanish. Yeah, I've always heard it as tamale. No, it's tamal. Ah. Yeah, I'm, I'm from closer to Mexico than you were. Yeah, but tamal, <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you do that and then you turn it and then you boil it for hours. And then you can eat it with the sauce. So like, And we obviously, it's a coastal area, so fried fish, anything, seafood, octopus, wow. crabs. Yeah, When are you taking us there? When do you want to go? Oh, my gosh. I no, mean, it's too cold here. <laughs> yeah, it's bloody cold out here. It's February. Who likes February in Estonia? <laughs> Listen, I, mean, I love it. And then there's bankum, which is basically the same thing, but without the husk. So that one, then you put it on, mix it up, and then you sort of like stir it on hot fire oh. till it becomes like a round ball and it's boiled. Damn it, I'm hungry now. Yeah. Okra. I don't know where you guys Oh, are. yeah, okra. okra. Yes. Yeah. I used to Slimy. live in South Carolina. That's a huge staple crop down there. Yeah. yeah. So Fried okra is the big one. We yeah, we don't fry ours. Ours is, boy, like, so we cut them up and it's become, it becomes super slimy. Mm-hmm. And the slime is what wow. we eat. So. The king key? Am I saying that king right? King K. King K? Yeah. So, kind of reminds me of cornbread. 
which people made a lot of in the South. But uh, you know, you just it's milled and mashed, and then you just make bread out of it. Maybe so, the way they do it, yeah. But yeah, I, not, I, not not the way they eat it, but the mm-hmm. the like the the central base product of it. Yeah, kind yeah. of the way you described it, at least. I like, think right now uh, we have we do have a uh, again not a sponsor or anything, but we do have a, a person from Africa who has a store. They bring a lot of African products, which yes. by the way uh, I, I love I <laughs> because it has a lot of the same similar products that we use in Latin America, and I try to go there once a month at least to get stuff. But I remember when I first moved here, and there was, I mean, just to give you, a, I'm going to tell you a funny joke. I was called the black guy because there was no diversity at that point, you know. And that's one of the things I miss the most about my countries, you know, our countries in Latin America, the food. Because everything seems so blend, and I don't like potatoes. I'm a rice guy. <laughs> I'm a rice girl, too. <laughs> Sorry. I, I literally taught all my friends how to eat rice. They had no idea. I could. I can do so many things with rice. They're like, how? Yes. What, how do you? Yes. And speaking of rice, I cannot talk about Ghanaian food without talking about jollof. 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 That is the staple Um rice-based food in Ghana. I don't know how it happened, but it happened, and it's amazing. Uh, I usually just call it orange rice. So you make your red sauce, your you know your tomato sauce, and then you put the rice in it, and they boil everything together. So you can turn it into different things. You can if you you can make it vegan, you can make it vegetarian, you can make it very with meats and all sorts of assorted meats. Like it is the best thing to taste. Oh my god, that sounds great. I, I like I like great. rice as well. In fact, last October I was paid to go to Saudi Arabia yeah, and lucky. cook rice for a food commercial. That was that is currently on Saudi television. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to be taken too. I was. uh, It was. I mean, I saw some of the videos you sent me. It was amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. It was really, really interesting. But uh, getting the visa was pretty difficult. A lot of hoops to jump through. Mm. I mean, I I mean, for me, I don't know. Uh, that that just added a layer to it. Mm. Yeah, getting Saudi all the, the the bureaucracy and stuff. They, yeah. they were they took it much more seriously than than Estonians. I have to be honest. Yeah, Saudi you know, Arabians don't like people anyway. Still, like, they, they had like it, it looked like metal detectors, but it was a, a like a fever. Mm. Yeah, okay, sense. So like a, yeah, okay. Yeah, a big thermometer that you walk your, through. Your, yeah. your temperature. And, and then uh, other ones, you just you had to press your thumb, not like a thumbprint, but it looked like that. It would take your temperature. Oh, sorry, you held your hand up to it. Mm-hmm. That's what it was, and it would scan your your temperature just to get in. Interesting, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was lots of different technologies. Yeah. I'd like to know more about your uh, singing career. <laughs> so I was born with an incredible voice, if I say so myself. Oh my goodness, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound <laughs> like a challenge. I've been singing yeah. since I, I can, probably before I could talk. Um, and I grew up singing in church, singing everywhere. Just, I sing everywhere. <laughs> it It's so much a part of me that I, if I don't sing, something will happen to well, me. Well, let's sing <laughs> at the student experience. You want me to sing? Absolutely. We've had a lot of guests perform things, uh, music, guitar, not not drums yet, but definitely singing. I'm not planning singing. (laughs) What Uh, what what do you want me to sing? Something uh, from from your country, maybe something beautiful, some nice tune that you like in Guyanese or in English or... Uh, you know, something that sing you... Sing your anthem. Yeah, or... or My anthem. Or, or yeah. maybe, maybe you're, uh, a song that your mom used to sing to you or something. Or whatever, something that you feel like it. I, I mean, I never... You really want... The song that I used to sing... You know, I used to eat a lot, so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't have to tell, you know, the whole entire song, but just give us a sample, because, you know... Uh, mm-hmm. Sounds like... Uh, uh, Merry Christmas song, what is it called? Let her sing. You said an anthem. <laughs> That's what came to me. That's oh, actually... Let's yeah. go for it. God bless our homeland, Ghana, 
and make our nation great and strong bold to defend for ever the cause of freedom and of right fill our hearts with humility make us cherish fearless honesty and help us to resist oppressors rule with all our will and might forevermore and help us to resist oppressors rule with all our will and might forever I think that's that's how it goes. Wow. Are there any more verses? I'd like to hear more. I don't know the name of the verse. <laughs> that, that I was... sang this one my whole life. This is all I remember. <laughs> that was very beautiful. Well, listen, you. Um, usually we clap. Uh, this is a hymn, so I've, I know for a fact ourselves, for example, we don't clap after <clears> hymns. <throat> so I wanted to say thank you because that was amazingly beautiful. It was. I haven't sung my national anthem for like in like 10 years. Did it bring you home a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot the lyrics there a little bit. Now it's my turn. Oh, say, can you... Snuggle? Oh, I know how to sing that yeah, one. Jose, Jose. And, oh, after the American anthem, people do applaud. Yeah, that's can rude. Yeah, because they're, they're really proud. Oh, oh, let's hear it. Hmm? At the twilight's last dreamy Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight Where the ramparts we watch I haven't sung that for a long time The flag was still there I didn't sing it straight. That's just how I like to sing. No, no, interpret any song. That's it's fine. You know, the, the singer owns that song while while they're singing it. So Absolutely. It was, it was great. I love it. Oh, my God. I mean, your, your voice kind of reminds me, I haven't listened to her for a long time because she, she passed uh, more than two decades ago. Uh, Ailea. It, it kind of reminds me of oh, her, yes. if you if you know her. This beautiful yes, voice. Ailea. Beautiful voice. Thank so. you. She no. was, it was a I was kidding, of course. Mm. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding about kidding. It's, you do your voice does remind Thank me of you. that. He was kidding about kidding. Yeah, she was a great artist. Call uh, a meta joke. Mm. Meta what? Meta, like a joke. The joke meta is the joke, joke. itself. Meta joke. A joke inside of a joke. Yeah. I'm gonna leave it right there, just in case. We don't want to lose. Uh, you okay. know. <laughs> Listen, that was amazing. I would like to ask you one more question. Oh. Just one. Just one. Okay. Just one question. No, no. Would you you, wanna... well, he probably would want to ask you more, but I want to know. I want to talk about actually your ring. Where did you get that ring? 
Um, so this was given to me by one of my favorite people in the world. She's a musician in Ghana. Her name is Yaya. She's one of the best vocalists I've ever encountered in my existence. Shout out to Yaya. And this is from her shop. Um, she's called Shop Yaya. Um, and uh, That's Brazil, right? No. This is Africa. <laughs> and, and this is a junior mid symbol. A junior mid symbol. Uh, no, a junior mid symbol. It's, it's, this is an Edinkra symbol. Edinkra basically, uh, this is... Um, so we have emblems that represent different beliefs in my country. So this is called Sankofa. Basically, this is a symbol of two birds, sort of like they, with their heads mm -hmm. going back. Sankofa basically means that going like it's like a bird that is looking back. So there's nothing wrong with sometimes going back to your roots. Oh, so that's wow, what that's I know the bird you're talking about. I'm trying to think of it. And I, oh, well, I can't think of it. Not, not, a, not, a, not a flamingo, because they can turn 380,000 degrees. Yeah. Twist their heads up. I'm just thinking about flamingo, my, <laughs> my neck hurts already, too. Yeah, so it basically is like the two birds then. The, the, reason I ask it, the reason I ask is because over here people don't really wear a lot of jewelry. And, uh, and it's, Are uh, you sure? No, I mean... Because girls wear rings so much. That was their first cultural shock. Really? Like because of how wear, many rings they wear here? They wear not just rings, the type of rings that they wear. Where in my country it would it would signify some sort of nuptials, either an uh, engagement or a promise ring mm. or something. But it's just a fashion. Like you'd have the stone, the ones with the stones. If my mom saw you wearing a stone, she would freaking kick your butt. Well, really? in, in Ghana, in Ghana, people wear wedding rings. I assume, right? We do wear wedding on the left or the right hand. Left. Left. Okay, here most people wear it on the right hand. On mm -hmm. the right. Because of the uh, the Russian Orthodox Church mm -hmm. and the influence it had. Even though most Estonians, you know, are atheists, but they would still associate with the Lutheran Church, mm -hmm. which would require it on the left hand. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because in Latin America, you use it on the right when you're engaged, mm -hmm. and on really? the left when you get married. Yes. Mm -hmm. so that's, I mean, whoever can afford to have that, Both, then they will yeah, have that. Obviously. What yeah. rings or fingers? <laughs> 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 one of the one of the things that surprises me about um, I'm not even going to say about women in Estonia about people in Estonia uh, is not jewelry it's tattoos. Mm. Have you have you because when I got here like nobody Everyone had tattoos except people who were former red red military red army mm -hmm. and they would have like a little anchor or something tattooed on their shoulder or, or whatever. Everyone yeah they love tattoos a lot. I've yeah and everybody you know they got them all over the place on, on yeah. the necks and. I think it's a I I I from the little that I've you know noticed it's just a way of ex expression. Um, they're very generally very they keep things in them a lot so I feel like that's a way of letting things out and making them a, a little bit more obvious. How how is that a culture in Africa, for example? Tattoo? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> in Ghana, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's changing, but that stereotypical tattoo, like uh, the stereotype for tattoos, is like it's for gang members and people who don't. People, yeah, no, the prison thing is not really tattoo. Prison thing is something different, but generally, <laughs> it's like you you weren't raised properly, or you you know that. But again, it's changing. See, that's how it was where it I lived is, when I was growing up. That yeah. if you had a tattoo, there was something wrong with wrong you or with you, wrong with your like upbringing. Like a renegade or like, or, yeah, you know, exactly. like you know, a rebel and you, you don't have good home training. Like which parent would allow their child to do something like that? But, you know, eventually people like becoming a little bit more open-minded. <laughs> don't show that to your grandmom. But, <laughs> <laughs> but generally, but now it's a bit better. Generally, people don't really embrace that too much to be honest with you i i was in shock when i went to costa rica mm. just a couple of years ago and i saw that the the and i will say in the last 10 years or mm. even a little bit less the the tattoo culture has in i mean i, I will say it's become an epidemic mm -hmm. uh, throughout the youngsters and everyone including my nephews and nieces have that and i really 
I'm I love them. I love to see it, the art. I, I appreciate the art of having a tattoo. I just will never have one. You know, and, and it seems like, you know, people are just doing whatever, you know, they, because back in the day, as far as I know, it used to mean something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> now it's I more guess. like, okay, I'll just, you know, have another tattoo or whatever. So, yeah, I I mean, there, you you still do have this um, young people still having issues with peer pressure and wanting to be cool. And so if it's something that the cool kids are doing, you are, it's very likely that every other person who is vulnerable to those type of pressure would follow yeah, yeah, in, of in, 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 in those steps. It was same with smoking. <laughs> I think I've seen a lot of young people, really, really young people smoking and things like that. And it's people, the kids get busted very... in schools today for uh, uh, e- smoking e-cigs in yeah, the toilet. I'm like, exactly. come on. That sounds really, really stupid. <laughs> I, had a, I had a cigarette. Well, actually, I had a puff of a cigarette when I was 14 years old. I coughed my lungs out and I said this, sorry, my French, I said this shit is not for me <laughs> and never again. Okay. And I, I just, I just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And I'm kind of happy because it costs a lot of money anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> True. I, I did the same. I think I'm just, I like to give people a visual representation of what they're actually doing. I did like a calculation of how much a friend of mine also spends on cigarettes every year. It wasn't, let's just say they didn't like that. <laughs> they didn't mm-hmm. like, but I mean, that's not the, I mean, the point is why are people doing it? There's a reason. There's always a reason behind it. There, I have I have friends that do it when they get a bit depressed. It's a way they get anxious. That's how they calm themselves down. And so obviously, if there's a bigger issue at hand, then that needs to be looked now, at. Now say those But, exact same things again, except change the cigarettes to tattoos. Yes, exactly. So it's something that they do. They get a tattoo when they're feeling down. Yeah. But why not just get a podcast instead? No, <laughs> no, no, that's a thing. You're a talker. You're a talker. I'm a talker. I'm a singer. I like to, when I feel down. I sing. I spend a lot of my time in karaoke bars, like in Tallinn. Let us know when. I'd love to join you. I've never sung karaoke in my life. Really? Well, that that you one time with, uh, with uh, Tween Ledlap, we sang the wow. Phantom of the Opera together on this. Yeah, we did that one yeah. with an oh, opera wow. singer. So that, that was technically karaoke, I guess, because I had to read the lyrics from the screen because mm-hmm. I don't remember it all was, the lyrics. It was a nightmare for me. <laughs> wow! Because this guy can't sing. I can't sing. I mean, I, I, love, can I, I love to sing. Everyone can sing. I love to sing. I'm just not a singer. Good. I, I have a summer sing. house, uh, very in southern Estonia, and I love having bonfires, like by myself. And yeah, I'll sing at the top of my lungs for like an hour straight, and then my voice is all raspy the next day, and you know, but there's nobody around, so nobody hears it. So. <laughs> But I finish it all. You say you, everyone can sing. I'm saying that everyone can <clears throat> sing. We just sing in different ways, and the acceptable ones are also few. I'm an excellent singer in my mind. <laughs> in your room, in front of your mirror, in the bathroom. In the shower. <laughs> I mean, everybody can make a sound, unless you can't make a sound, but the sound is a singing. As to whether it's good or not, that's an entirely different conversation. I, I would like to talk uh, one more thing, if you don't mind. Uh, I, I would don't like, mind at all. Brilliant. Thank you. You are so kind. I don't care Go what ahead. Any, I don't We could do this any, for six hours. And I don't I'm care what gay. anybody says about you. I really think you're kind, so... <laughs> cricket, cricket, cricket. You hear the sound? I have my moments. <laughs> I hear somebody singing. I have my, my moments. <laughs> I, I am a lover of languages. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that mainly because I like to talk and mm-hmm. I like to communicate with people. So I speak a couple of languages as well. Uh, can you teach us some of the... Uh, is, it, is it dialect? Or, or is it dialect language. or a, lang- a language? language? Language in your country that, that you are familiar with. Okay, so I'm Ga, so I am familiar with two, that's Ga and Tree. So Ga is Te o yo te. Te o yo te. Te o yo te. 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 So the, the language like the has French a lot eh. of. Eh, 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 eh. It's very like. Te o yo te. And it, 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 the way you. The, the inflection would determine whether it's a 
past tense, whether it's a future tense I and stuff like that. that. Okay. <laughs> like Estonian. So, I think it's awesome. <laughs> I've never I've never learned one of those languages. So it's like one. so for instance, inte it means inte. It means I have gone. Inte. Or inte. Inte. I went. Inte means gone. I have gone. Inte and inte. 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 Like so they are different. Intejomo means I've already gone there. Intejomo. Intejeng, I went there. I put honey in tea. Intejeng. So, so for for instance, something like Maya, Iya. If there's a triple vowel, then it's in the negative. Infe, I won't do it. Infe. Infe. A a. So it's e e e. So the vowels are I think, but it's six ah. A E I O U, and then there's like uh, one that looks like uh, like an upside down G. It's like ing, 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 uh, what was that? Popolo <laughs> <laughs> Nundu. Come again. Gong. Gong. Can you say? Gong. Gong. Okay, you exactly. got okay. Gong. It means mountain or hill. Gong. 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 So it's so it's like uh, G. G. That's exactly how it's G. And then O oh, is like this. O oh, is like a like a backward C. Mm-hmm. And then that. The, the upside down G I was talking about. It's like gong. But what was the one before? Popololonto. Popololonto? KP is. It's like. Pa. 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 Stop. No, not pa. K and the P. So it's like. Pa. Like. Pa. Pa. I'm, I'm trying to see whether there's any. That's so interesting. There's I love no, it. there's no. Uh, I don't think there's any other language that I can like say, like maybe a name or a word that sounds similar. But Korean yeah. has a music genre, K-pop. K-pop. Yeah, but that's K-pop. 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 <laughs> so K-pop means stop. Ba. Stop. Stop. Like we need to stop right now. Paunufio. Stop what you're doing. Paunufio. Ba. Noni. Noni means what's like whatever it is. Like noni. Oh, feel. O is you, fe means do. So stop what you are doing. What what was noni again? Noni. So noni, this thing. This thing. This thing. So stop doing that thing. In in (laughs) Estonian, noni means, oh, look at that. Like, well, well, well. Have you heard that? that. Noni. No. Not really. It's like people are always saying that they're missing a part of their leg. No knee. no knee, I can't walk today. <laughs> <laughs> no knee. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like that. Yeah, no knee. <laughs> but listen, I think we're running out yeah, of time. Yeah, we got we to wrap it up. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's uh, been a long, long time already. It's great, though. It has been amazing. Before we say goodbye, we were, a while ago, we were giving out uh, a gift certificate for 100 euros to Sigalavaka Restaurant. Where's not to mine? you. And we have drawn <laughs> it for why, people why who I... Why tell me if you're not going to give me one? <laughs> because I'm getting ready to announce the winner ah, before we close ooh, up. Nice. Uh, the winner is... Kevin Laus of Estonia. So congratulations. You're going to have a nice dinner worth 100 euros in Sigalavaka. Congratulations, Kevin. Nice. Thank you for being and, a fan. Uh, we'll get in contact with you and tell you how to uh, pick to it up. To claim it. And Hi, invite Kevin. us to dinner. That's a hint. Hi, Kevin. 
Hey, oh, How wow. you doing? Ooh. All right. How you okay. doing? That's Shout all I there. wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, somebody still, uh, wants to go to the restaurant with you, I guess. So. No, I just need directions. No, no that means all. me. That means mm. me. Okay. <laughs> it's a good place. I've, I've been there recently. But listen, yeah. we can't thank you enough. I would like to ask you one more thing. Please say goodbye or say shout out in uh, Ga, you said? Ga. In Ga to our listeners, possibly listeners in Ghana. Hmm. Okay. Damn. Damn. In Kama Kachomi, Solis Rose, she, Benefenia Kachomi, Nakwali, Nakwali Quati, NGA, Miniji, Quate B, you, Benkling, Jimmy. In your talent, Biane, Ni, Amen Bimi, Ni BP, Inyan Nima, Keno Ferno, she, Minto Macake, and Shinyawa, she, Kaji, a fair, Mahanin Yatuano, no ni. Mean tower in my feet, can only my feet, and when you can get to a boy, Instagram page, and hello, I'm a page, and on my post, yeah, Instagram, I'm about post your YouTube, about post here, I think I can Spotify, I'm about post, it will come a post there, and can me Instagram page, and on your banner, in your banner, no fan, on no fan on engineer, Tony Bimie, your banner, Bimie, can you be me, my hidden, you know, and then I'll say in the other one, the most popular tree, and just I may pack chess. Um, me say a friend, Miss Olestro, say, me and Cranion, so me walk, me mammy, a clean ainty, eh, me can't shake a crack. Ainty, eh, or on my interview, a common America, some of the same, some in and I may ya not come up, it will brofum. Now, so be our person tea, or be on person shibino, made a link number to YouTube. And Instagram, and maybe Twitter, and maybe Facebook, and so maybe toho. Na mutmi ashebi, amutmi tibi. Na there be some busy be some busy be some be a mutmi busame ewoho. Na me yi me sumi me wo bibi amekachema amakachema. Mutmi damasi be brave. Mean danya fashi. Thank you very much for watching and for listening to me. And uh, I hope that I'll be able. It's a really cool language. I know. You do realize I spoke two different different languages. languages. Yes, yes. I I was about to say at the at the beginning it sounded like a mix of Thai and Italian, (laughs) and then then suddenly it changed, and then right at the end it came back again. So I guess I guess that's when you switch languages. Yeah, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because she said, "Well, I'm going to change the languages." So thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thank it you. was amazing to have you. I'm very happy that you invited me. And you and can. Uh, we can wait to have uh, this uh, conversation well, again. No, I'll, but I would like to have this conversation <laughs> in the kitchen, though. Stuart's a great cook, so I would like to have a cook off one of these days, maybe. He's, he's talking about the uh, the culinary do. invitation to Ghana. Yes. Oh, gladly. No. I mean, just let me know when and where where I you're ready. Just it. let me know. I love it. And uh, I, if as and when, I, there are a lot of plans for 2022 for me. I am actually really stepping out there in Talent Nile, and uh, you'll probably hear a lot more from me very Sweet. soon. Sweet. Look forward to it, guys. Make sure you check out Solace on. Talent Talks. Yes. Solace Rosequarter is the name. Thank you very much for listening. And um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Solace the Siren, Solace Rosequarter. You can find me there. Shoot your messages. Anything you want to know about me, I'll definitely... I, I respond to messages. You can ask Jason. I she respond. Does, she does. I respond to messages. <laughs> so follow me. Just let me know if you need anything, uh, want to know anything. I do do voice training as well. So if any of you is wow, interested. Wow, multi-talented person. So. Thank you so much again for being on the show. Thank you and very thank much you for having me. thank you guys for being here with us one more week. Tune in again for more of the Estonian Experience with Stu and Jay. See you later. Adios. Bye. Bye.